This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All right, how are you guys doing? My name is Rob. This is Matt. If you guys are new to the channel, please do us a favor and subscribe. We are doing daily content on the Israeli war and the Ukrainian conflict as we have been for well over a year now. So there's uh, quite a bit that's been going on. I know that they're... Uh, Oh, the Gaza invasion's coming. Tomorrow's going to be Friday the 13th, which could also be kind of... Did you, do we actually have something up on the board about that as well? No, I didn't bring it up, but I can talk on it, that man. One, that it's, one's it's pretty, pretty easy. easy. Yeah. The, so, essentially, one of the leaders of Hamas came out, and he didn't say... The Hamas leader did not say he wants a global day of jihad, but he definitely insinuated across the board in uh, video addressment. And it's basically... He called for a bunch of the people to either send money to Hamas to support the jihad against uh, uh, the Israeli troops. But then also within that, he also said, you know, basically do everything that you can. It, it's, it's insinuating. It, it, it is what it it's is. It's insinuating. Yeah, it yeah is and that's supposed to be tomorrow. That is supposed to be tomorrow. So if you guys are doing anything like that, if you guys are worried about anything in life, I I don't know. People keep saying be vigilant or whatever. Yeah, always be vigilant, but I don't, I don't know. What, what, I don't know. Do you think it's going to happen? Anything's going to happen here in America or no? Yeah, I think what people honestly need to be concerned about is the homegrown violent extremist, not necessarily a sleeper cell here in the United States of America, but homegrown violent extremists, people that are sympathetic to the cause. Look at all the protests that are going on inside the United States right now and pay attention to that stuff because there's a lot of people that are sympathizing with Palestine and do think that Israel is on the wrong side of history here. And those people are going to be motivated to do violence. All right. Not everybody, but little key individuals in there are going to be motivated. And it's going to be the sick, twisted ones that end up actually doing stuff. Yesterday, there was a bomb found at, uh, yep. up at in Baltimore. the airport in Baltimore, Baltimore, yep. Washington International. And then a lady was running through the Atlanta airport and stabbed a couple of people as well. Right about the same time. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. Now, both of them, I mean, it could be crazy people or it could not be crazy people, but... Things like that, honestly, expect it to happen. I know Atlanta, you guys have a bunch of crazy stuff that happens all the time if you're listening from ATL, but expect more things like that to happen. Okay, so what's first up on our agenda here? What do we got going on? Well, so the IDF went and dropped a bunch of leaflets into Gaza warning everybody to evacuate. And this article that I've got pulled up on the screen here comes from the Jerusalem, Jerusalem Post, and it specifically says what they told the residents of Gaza. It says the operations of the Hamas terrorist organizations are prompting the IDF to act against it in areas of your residence. For your safety, you must evacuate your homes immediately and go to known shelters. And it says specifically, the IDF is not interested in harming you or your family members. Anyone who is near Hamas operatives or their facilities uh, will put their lives in danger. A house that is used by Hamas terrorist organizations will be targeted. Adhering to the IDF instructions will prevent you from being exposed to danger. So the bottom line is if Hamas is around you and they're doing Hamas things, get away from them. If you're around Hamas, they're going to target Hamas regardless. So get away. Leaflets. You want to explain to people what leaflets are real quick or what? Yeah, so they generally load them up in aircraft and drop them out of bags um, and just spread these little little flyers, you know what I mean, about yay big. We did the same thing um, against ISIS back in the day. We did in and Iraq as well. Yeah, we did in Iraq, but it's it's basically telling them that, hey, there's an invasion coming. Get the hell out of the way. Like, dude, we've actually done this stuff all the way back to World War II, matter of fact. I mean, leaflets yeah. have been dropped since forever ago. Now, we actually did a, a false little leaflet, a faux, a faux leaflet thing in World War II. 
Yeah. Where we dump the things out in an area we were pretending, pretending like yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've done that kind of stuff. As well, well, I think it's pretty fair to say with 300,000 troops stacked up on the border Actually, of Gaza right now. It's more than that now. It's five. I don't know, it's all this morning. They have over 500,000. like 520 is what they have called up now. Well, it's that's over reserves. 500,000 have been, been called up. up yeah, but currently on the border, there's at grand? least 300,000. That's nuts. <laughs> at least 300,000. That's more than Russia used to invade Ukraine, yeah. to be clear. That's just, that's just on the, the strip. That's and on the Gaza is, Strip. That's not very big. No, they're not what playing. Is it, 20 miles long or something? It ain't like that? nothing, yeah. <laughs> 300,000 people on a 20-mile strip. Uh, next up on the list, we have uh, Israel airports are being struck inside of Syria. Or excuse me, Israel, Israel strikes um, Syria airports. That's so, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that really backwards there. <laughs> yeah, Israel struck two airports inside of Syria. All right, and the, the reason that they did it, and there's actually some videos of this that have surfaced that show like these airports getting thrashed. But the reason they did it, and now Israel's denying this, just to be perfectly clear, or not even denying it, they're just refusing to comment on it. But the but coming I, from, but just so you know, coming from the Israel war room, right. Israel conducts simultaneous airstrikes on Damascus I, and Aleppo International Airport. They're just not. They're not going to say. They're not this commenting. Is, this is coming from this. Yeah, they're not commenting. And, and the this reason is that a real they did source. It, the reason that they did it was because they're in fear of Iran sending weapons and support to Hezbollah and to uh, Hamas. Yes, blocking oncoming Iranian flights that contain smuggled weapons for Iran's proxies on Israel's border, which is very true. Correct. Is it not? I mean, that's that is yes, what it is. Yes, one hundred percent. And that's Iran's been a state sponsor of those organizations for a very long time. I said it the other day: over three hundred million dollars worth of like gear and equipment every year um, and support going into Hamas and also into Hezbollah. And uh, Iran actually had a meeting between the Iranian Prime Minister and uh, Saudi Arabia. They actually had a meeting to discuss what was going on over there as well. Um, apparently, what came out of it was um, they're saying that everything that Israel is doing is essentially um, against the Geneva Conventions and that it needs looked at. And they're looking at different ways to prevent that from happening in the future. Okay. So that's kind of scary information within itself. Well, I, I know we have the Secretary of State has arrived in Israel. I don't actually pull that up on my... Actually, I do have this pulled up on my screen, I believe. Yes, I do. He, well, he says that the uh, U.S. never falters support for Israel and, and likens Hamas terrorist state worst uh, than ISIS. That's, what he's, that, that's a little short little snippet, but I'm sure you have the entire thing pulled up right here. Yeah, so essentially, Anthony Blinken, he arrived in Israel, but along with him, he actually brought like a hostage envoy from the United States, like the deputy... Um, yeah, for that. And it's very odd because I'm also seeing reports that uh, CAG and SEAL Team 6 are on the ground as well. I've seen that like multiple times. Right. And so you now know. we have the hostage envoy. Do, do you believe that's that to be true? We, we scroll down this thing real quick. Does it say anything? It probably doesn't say anything about who is actually there, does it? No. Yeah, it's not going to say. No, okay. it's not going to say things like that. But that's what people are reporting. I, whether or not it's true, I don't. I mean, honestly, at this point, I think Hamas knows. Like normally I'm against, you know, spreading information that would get operators killed. But I think at this point, Hamas, if they are holding on to it, Americans can pretty much expect the United States of America is going to come after them. No, I want them to know. We want them to know. Oh, yeah. No, they're going to get shwacked. You like Fact. imagine these these men, these Hamas guys that are holding the Americans hostage and you have CAG and SEAL Team 6 there. Can you explain CAG just a little bit? Because the average person doesn't know what CAG is. CAG is uh, what is previously referred to as Delta Force. Now CAG, put, the complex. Put it on the echelon. So we got. So we got. So like, you have SEAL Team Six, which is right here that everybody knows about from their fame raid on Baladin, right? And then you have CAG, which is a step above. They actually do recruit. From, where's Rangers and where's like regular army? Not, range, not, yeah, regular armies down here. Ranger regiments a little bit up there, and then you got like your SF guys, and then you have CAG. 
Yes. So CAG, just so everybody knows, that's that's like that's what it is. CAG stands for the Combat Applications Group. It's an unofficial unit within the United States Army that now, I think who, we're who now all can join CAG? Is it anybody from across yes. all the services can join CAG? They recruit from everywhere. Um, they only select some of the best operators across the military. Um, it is like the famed. It's not even famed. It's just it it's was, the best of the best, and the guys that you barely you'll never know. Yeah, out of the hundred operators that go through, and I mean, like these are your seasoned guys. You probably get five. There you go. That get through the OTC. So I want, I personally want Hamas to know, guess what? Those guys are there and they're going to kill. They're going to destroy. Oh yeah, they're going to push the poo poo in for sure. It's going to be bad. The boys are going to, they're going to, it's going to be brutal for them. They're going to crush it. But they need to know. Live in fear, Hamas, because you, 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 you need to be living in fear right now. They only sent the the, the best group over there. Let's put it this way. Like one of the first living Medal of Honor recipients, you know what I mean? During the war on terror, one of them's from CAG. Not one of the first, I'm sorry, one of the last. Is a CAG guy running into a burning building. When Trump talked about uh, al-Baghdadi being hunted and killed like a dog, that was CAG. Yeah, right? when yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, They were crying yeah, yeah. and they were like, yeah, that was CAG. Hey, by the way, I want to add a question for you. Did you did you see the video of the pipes? Please tell me you saw the video of the pipes, Hamas pipes. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I got to send this to you right now. So this, I've, I've, I forgot I didn't, I thought I sent this. Like, I, I sift through so much stuff with you here. I'm going to send it right now. This is pretty important because a lot of people are talking about the aid that Hamas has received, or excuse me, not Hamas, but Palestine has received. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with uh, water pipelines and foreign aid and everything like that. Now, go look at the video. They, it, it's, been, it's been widely shown now at this point. They dug up these, these, these pipelines and they turned them into rockets. The, all the water pipelines. So now they've been complaining about not having water and electricity and so on and so forth. But see the piping? Did you see them or no? Yeah, I'm going to pull up on the screen for everybody. Okay. Yeah, send it. Give it a good send. The digging, the pipes being pulled up. These are the pipes that we're, we spend all that money, give a financial aid. Look, they're getting ripped right out. For what reason? To be cut and turned into what? My God, look at this. Who would have thought? Love is turning them into rockets. They're turning them. Into, it's kind of crazy that that they actually had the little ammo crates already prepped and ready for them. Look at that. Who? Let's give. Let's let's give. Uh, let's give them some more aid, huh? Let's give them some more aid. What do they dig up here? What is this? Uh, it looks like a sunken ship, and they're pulling munitions off of it. There's a lot of correlation in between um, Hamas and ISIS right now, and you'll see it in this video that I have for later on down. But where people are like from Hamas or or basically wanting to join ISIS and wanting to die for the cause, and what's sad is it's children that that this video oh, yeah, consists I know of. Which video you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. What we got going on here? I, IDF? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so this is the IDF. I'm I'm gonna call him the press secretary. It made it in. The scenes are out of a zombie movie. It's a war zone, and I've heard a seasoned war correspondent who after walking there described it as the worst thing he has ever seen nothing less and that should tell tell you something how horrific the scenes were Uh, so out of 1000 people israelis who lived in this beautiful community more than 100 were killed and today the body bags many body bags were uh, evacuated from that kibbutz including those of children and including those of babies. And we got very, very disturbing reports of, uh, that came from the ground that there were babies that had been beheaded. And I admit it took us some time to really understand and, and to verify that report. And 
it was hard to believe that even Hamas could uh, uh, perform such a barbaric act. But after eyewitnesses came forward and after a senior official in the Israeli coronary service, Zaka, came forward on record on CBS News and said, yes, I saw the bodies of beheaded babies. I think we can now say with relative confidence that this is unfortunately what happened in Be'eri. This is what Hamas did to Israeli civilians. So there you go. For anybody that has doubted it, for any of the, the propaganda that's been spread out there, the IDF just confirmed they 100% beheaded children. And it's hard to even listen to and imagine that they could do such a thing. It is not disinformation. It is, it is, if they did it, it's hard to believe, but they did it. If we skip forward over here to four minutes, once I jump up here a little bit, he's going to start talking about uh, Gaza and what's taking place there and why they're doing what they're doing. Those were the scenes in Kibbutz Beli. And in a sharp turn, I would like to go straight into the Gaza Strip and speak a little bit about Hamas, what Hamas has in the Gaza Strip and under the Gaza Strip, because there is much more than meets the eye and much more than what you see on news coverage of cameras that are uh, gazing at the uh, Gaza horizon and all of a sudden there's a plume of smoke and perhaps a building collapses as a result of an Israeli strike. That does that is very important for people to understand. And he's going to break this down, and I want people to understand this as well because there's a lot of Palestinian misinformation that's coming out as well, specifically out of like Hamas, right, in, in the Gaza Strip, of the Israeli Defense Force just indiscriminately targeting people. It's not what they're doing. They're targeting legitimate military targets, and Hamas just happens to stage them around people. That's what they do so that they can then claim the Israeli government killed innocent civilians. You know this as well, that oftentimes they will put... Uh, firearms in the hands of children and then after they've been shot they will take the firearms from the children they do all sorts of sick disgusting things like that so we're going to listen to this guy here for a sec doesn't tell the story of what's going on in gaza the story is as follows this area the gaza strip is one of the densest populated areas in the world about 20 miles from one end to the other and about nine miles in the widest location and less than six in the most narrow. What Hamas has done since they took control almost 20 years ago of the Gaza Strip is basically to build a network of tunnels from Gaza City and under Gaza City, which is the center and the biggest uh, part of their infrastructure, all the way down to Khan Yunus and Rafah. So imagine we're looking at the Gaza Strip, but really think of the Gaza Strip as one layer for the civilians and then another layer for Hamas. And what So to clarify, if nobody heard that, he said that all the way up in like the, the northeast of the Gaza Strip, they have tunnels that stretch the entire length of Gaza that Hamas moves in and underneath, and that includes men, weapon, and equipment. What we're doing now is that we are trying to get to that second layer that Hamas has built, by the way, only for itself, not to be accessed by the civilians. These aren't bunkers for the uh, Gazan civilians to have access to when Israel is striking. No, it's only for Hamas and other terrorists so that they can continue to fire rockets at Israel, to plan operations, to launch terrorists into Israel. That's the only thing that this network is for. And tomorrow, by the way, I'm going to show you an even better visualization of how this looks so you can get a glimpse of what Hamas built 
under the Gaza Strip. So I think that's very important for everybody to understand, man. And we're going to end it there on that video. I think that's very important for people to understand. One, how ridiculously brutal Hamas is when it comes to beheading children. But number two, that they are purposely putting these things inside civilized areas where they know Israel is going to target and they're using the Palestinian civilians within Gaza as human shields. That's what they're attempting to do. It's not entirely too shocking. I mean, we've, we've seen this stuff with, with other terrorist organizations using mosques and other just widely known civilian areas as, as staging grounds. Um, what we got going on here? So this is the town of Kibbutz that uh, we were talking about. And I'm going to skip forward a little bit uh, to where she's walking through it. There's some of this. I, I forget if it's in this video, but I might have to blur some of this out. But uh, either way, um, this is that town that he was just talking about. They allowed um, reporters to go in and actually access this area because they wanted it documented. And even right here on the screen, just look at the screen, the amount of shell casings that are scattered across the ground. Okay, that's That's very telling of what took place here. And just watch for it throughout the video. It's it's pretty pretty unreal. Everything is so loud here. The ground is covered with bullets. We're getting into the kibbutz of Berry. It was attacked by terrorists this Saturday. As we're going in, cars burned to the ground by terrorists. They were trying to get home. They didn't even get there. The entire gate is burned. It's not functioning. It's complete chaos. It's an entire house. You can see the mattress that they slept on, just hanging in there. This site here still reeks of bodies. We haven't finished evacuating it yet. I've never seen so many houses near each other, destroyed by missiles. This house is burned to a crisp. There were 15 Israeli hostages held in there. Hope everybody heard that. There was 15 Israeli hostages inside of that building, and they burned it down. And on the streets, there are still body bags and puddles of blood. I don't know if everybody just saw that quick snapshot of a pile of shells. Not only were they beheading children, they were locking hostages inside of buildings and burning them to the ground. It's wild, absolutely wild. And if you want to know where they get their ideology from, it's from this video right here. Have you seen this video before? No, I saw it this morning. I didn't watch it all the way through, though. So I had a friend double check the Arabic in this video, and it is accurate. Um, I might actually probably will just blur the faces of these children out of here um, so they're not exploited. But um, yeah, what these kids are saying is accurately translated on the bottom of your screen. So you're aware. We have to make war says this young girl, to prove that we are stronger than the Jews. Next girl, people love Palestine and they are ready to die for Palestine. These kids are what, 10 years old, maybe? I don't even know. If that, I want to fight against them, the Jews, and defeat them in war. Another boy. Young boy, probably eight years old. At school, they teach us that Al-Aqsa and all of the people are, yeah. The Jews lie and say that their temple is under the Al-Aqsa Mosque. It was never there. I hate the Jews, says this young man. Yes, they teach us that the Zionists are our enemy. And must fight them. They teach us that the Jews are terrorists. At school, they teach us about Jews. They teach us that they are bad people. They killed our young 
They teach us in school that Jews are fickle, bad people. I am ready to stab a Jew and drive a car over them. And that's the other translation. It could mean walk. I will ram a car into them. I have to constantly stab them, drive over them, and shoot them. Stabbing and running over Jews brings dignity to the Palestinians. I'm going to run over them and stab them with knives. I think everybody gets the point, right? This is what their children are taught at a very young age. This. They take five-year-olds and they inject stuff like this into their brain. And then they wonder why they act out the way they do. Have you ever heard the statement, if Israel lays down its weapons, there would be no Israel. But if Hamas laid down its weapons, there'd be peace. That's pretty much telling of how this is going to go. This is going to be, because of this, it's a generational generational issue. It's not just about going and killing the current fighters. They're going to have to re-educate an entire population. This is just, I don't know, it's... I don't know. I'm sorry. I just it's it's terrible. It really is. You know, I mean, it's these people are. <laughs> I don't know. They're worse than the Taliban by far. They like, are hands down. They're worse than the Taliban. They're worse than Al Qaeda. I've ever had to deal with them. Well, if I blow this up, one of these kids says he wants to join ISIS. If we go back in there, really? This yeah. kid does. Yeah. Watch. Put it back. Is back up. Yeah. Right now, I'm prepared to be a suicide bomber. With Allah's help, I will fight for ISIS, the Islamic State. Okay, well, that didn't take too long to get to yeah, that, I my guess. Bad. Yeah, wow. that's, that's the level that they're on, 100%. This is... I don't think people in the West truly understand what Israel is actually up against. I think the problem is that most of the people in the West haven't had to fight against a, a, a radical Islamic mindset ever in their life. There's only a very small percentage of us that actually have had to deal with it. That's, yeah. the, that's the other problem. Right. Think about how many people in America have actually fought against an actual... Like me and you, we have a skewed reality of what it really is. Like if you let's be real, me and you's reality is going to be much different than the average American because we're going to have ours isn't skewed because we we understand what this kind of mindset's like, and you can't right. smother it out. You have to. You can't. Yeah, it's just. And, and, and it's not saying that it needs genocide, but what I'm saying is that these kids need re-educated, and there's people that are so far along that I'm there's even, no way. I'm of, not even talking about it. the kids. I'm not even talking about these kids. These kids aren't. They're not lost. They're just. Misguided. Yes, extremely misguided. I'm talking about the adults. You can't. Once you, one, you can't. No, you those can't. Those ones you have to smother out. Yeah. You so have to. yeah, somebody, somebody very wise once told me, right? That what do you do with somebody that is so, like, in depth with their own like personal and religious beliefs that they're willing to die for it? And the only answer that you can do with that, what can you do against that? The only answer that you can do with that is you have to kill them. There is no other way about that. I know. I, I'm sorry. This is just. The kids' stuff is disturbing. I'm not even thinking about that. That that stuff is, they just need re-education, which I don't know if that's ever going to be a possibility. Um, to be honest, they probably won't even make it through this war because they're going to... I do believe that a lot of them are going to end up picking up weapons. I do believe yeah, that I a lot of the Israeli soldiers are going to have to deal with that. A lot of these kids are probably armed right now. Yeah. We showed the video yesterday of the kids going through their military training at such an early age. You know what I mean? This is this is the stuff that they're being told. Let me let me send you another one. Here you go. Wow, this actually was just just you haven't seen this video yet. I just scrolled down. It just came out. I'm gonna send it over to you. Sure. We're going down the same path, and I legitimately just scrolled through and Tomas indoctrinates civilian children. It literally is a it's it's a minute long. We're about to watch this. This is crazy. How are we even getting on this this type of path right now? Oh my god, I can't believe I can't see that that, that photo. Oof. Is this something I can put on screen? No, 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 no. 
No, 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 not even close. Wow, that was brutal. Oof. That was bad. I don't even know why he's he's posting that stuff. Did you know who's going really crazy right now? It's Ben Shapiro. Oh, I'm sure he is. Dude, you went look, go look at his Twitter account what he just posted. That just gave me goosebumps. I can't I don't want Ben Shapiro's. Yeah, go look go look what he just posted. Oh my god. That's brutal. I'm sure a lot of people are gonna go look at it now. I'm not I am definitely not, not gonna post it on online. That was bad. Like really bad. I didn't oh want god. you to say what it is out loud. Yep. You see that? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's sad, man. I <laughs> know it's. I don't even. I don't, I've kind of lost words on it, to be honest with you. It's a. This it's, is kind of a strange episode for me. This one sucks. Yeah. Well, you're. We're telling the world the truth right, about go Hamas. Go and bring that that next piece up. Uh, are we ready to do this? All right, here we go. We need to talk about civilians in Gaza. Every aspect of life in Gaza is dictated by and endangered by Hamas. Hamas indoctrinates civilian children in terrorist training camps. Hamas seizes civilian humanitarian resources to make rockets that they fire from civilian neighborhoods. Hamas deliberately embeds itself under and inside civilian homes, schools, and mosques, desecrating these spaces by turning them into legitimate military targets. Hamas mercilessly uses civilians as pawns to carry out their stated goal. We must attack every Jew on the planet. Death to Israel. Civilians they are responsible for in danger when Hamas started this war against Israel. Hamas, the genocidal terrorist organization, is responsible for everything that happens in Gaza. I mean, she, not not incorrect, we and I told to you guys yesterday, I really believe that they are worse than the Nazis. And I know it's kind of hard to believe, and for me to even say that out loud, it's kind of crazy. But we are seeing this that they're like the present-day Nazis, and you got I, I am I am right saying that. There is well, a lot I, of people that I, agreed I, with you on that. Really? I think they're worse. Oh, really? I didn't read the comments. A lot of people actually agree with me on that? There's a lot of people that agree with you on that. Okay, that's, that makes me feel a little bit If you were to give Hamas the same capabilities <sighs> that the Nazis have, there's a lot of people that are in agreement. It would be worse. Uh, what else you, What what else we got on the list? All right, so I'm going to open in the Ukraine. Is that what we got? Yeah, let's see? pop over to Ukraine and talk okay. about what's going on over there right now. I'm going to pull up uh, ISW's interactive map um, and talk about some of the stuff that's happening on the front line. Uh, we had we had said what last week that it looked like Ukraine was getting held up. I, I was told that the they might be doing some decent stuff in Avika right now. Like they're actually repelling the the Russians halfway decent. Or am I wrong? Uh, we're going to talk about it because the Russians took some terrain yesterday. Okay. So we're going down here to look in the Robotnya area um, in the south, and it looks like Ukraine has made zero advancements down in the Robotnya area. Um, ISW has assessed a tiny little portion of Verbov is to be underneath um, Ukrainian control. However, if you look at it, it is barely a foothold um, that they're holding on to in Verbov. But a couple of days ago, the Russians did start moving in this area. So as I'm going to scroll, uh, Bakhmut is right up here. And so we're heading south of Bakhmut down to this little area, scrolling the wrong way. And we go and we look at the city of um, Avdivka and Russia has launched a multi-front assault on the town of Advitka, and they have pushed in from the north as well as from the south. And in the north is where they've actually been capable of taking a lot of terrain. You can look up here and see this giant chunk that they've been able to take out, and they're continuing to move in along this front. Also, additionally, 
over on the uh, eastern side of town. They have been able to move into the town and started taking up little chunks of that as well. I have no idea how many Russian troops are moving in that area, but uh, it's very likely with the amount of resources that Ukraine has committed down on the uh, Verbot front, down near Robotnya, that uh, they, they don't have the capability, I think, of flexing very many additional troops, not to mention how close this is to Bakhmut. Now, if we go up to the north just a little bit and we start going down near Kupiansk, um, over in the Kupiansk region, they haven't advanced at all up over here, but their um, artillery attacks have increased significantly within that area itself. Well, I'll tell you, I, um, I, I, I saw someone actually make a pretty decent comment. I don't, it wasn't on, uh, it wasn't on, on YouTube, but it was on, on Twitter. They were talking about, it's kind of funny that uh, America probably would like uh, the Israel or Israel to, to actually follow through with a peace agreement before Ukraine followed through with a peace agreement, which it's kind of ironic that actually did happen. That we want Israel to have a no, peace I'm, agreement? No, imagine, imagine if America's like, all right, Israel, it's time for you to have a ceasefire. And you're like, hold on a sec. What about Ukraine? For the, we probably shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> the United States is not going to tell Israel. Yeah, to have I'm a just ceasefire. saying, I mean, you got it crazy if they actually did. At all. They're going to be, uh, they, I, I still believe that they're going to be pushing Ukraine sometime in the near future as far as funding and, and whatnot goes. Did you, well, you did say that we, we put more. Uh, we did. We put bunch more. JTAX just got shifted over there with a bunch of warthogs. I'm sorry? Yeah, they just got shifted over there today. whole bunch of them. To Israel or Ukraine? No, to uh, Jordan. Not to not Oh, to the Israel. JTAX yeah, went over to them. Jordan? Yeah, they're all over their staging. Which, I mean, if, I mean, if anybody doesn't know anything about um, warthogs, those, those, mother, those, those things are, and that'd be a perfect environment for them. That'd be like the most perfect environment for those things to do some work. Oh, they'd be doing some serious work over there. So France has now also banned pro-Hamas protests as of five minutes ago all across the country. Um, I don't think we're going to see that here in America. Because no. I think I think it will. I think we have too much of like a freedom of, of speech thing here, which France doesn't have. Their, their laws aren't nearly like ours. But I think I don't know. Have I'm you just, seen Have you seen uh, what's going on in New York and how trash that place is? Oh yeah, I've seen all a lot the. Of it's there, funny yeah. all the Palestinian protesters in New York made New York look like Palestine. There's just trash everywhere. It looks like garbage. It looks like a giant pile of trash now. I mean, Not that New York hasn't always looked like trash. There are some very beautiful places, but they definitely made it look like trash. Yeah, and New York, the only thing New York's ever really done is it smells like pee all the time. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to New York City a lot, yes, but it I smells have. like piss. It's also like going to L.A. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah LA. I think L.A is worse than New York. L.A. is horrible. I'd rather, I'd rather go to I'd rather New go to New York than L.A. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. L.A. has got nicer weather, but my God. Yep. That's what I have for these fine folks today. Well, I hope you guys had a great episode. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Remember, tomorrow apparently it's supposed to be something crazy. If you guys don't believe me, you guys can go look at it. It is the number one trending thing currently inside of on Twitter with Day of Jihad. Some people don't believe me that it could be a possibility. It 100% can. So, I mean, it 100% can. And it's, it is what it is. So, we'll see. Yep. All right. Well, I love you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow.